Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. This, my friends, would be hour number two of The Rob Carson Show on a Monday. The number is uh, 800-922-6680. You want to chime in? Uh, Coming up. John Burnett is a a business and political commentator, the first vice chairman of the New York GOP. We're going to talk about uh, what's happening with uh, the the, uh, presidential race and uh, poverty in this country and all sorts of stuff. So we'll get to uh, that at the bottom of the hour. Uh, This is kind of funny. Uh, Recent study. University of Arkansas finds that men with heightened physical strength are perceived as more conservative by others. Uh, let me give you an example. Uh, Dan Von Gino versus Anderson Cooper. Okay, there you go. I'll, I'll bring another one up in here in a second. Uh, the study found that men who seem fit and healthy and have some bulk are considered right-wing, while thin or svelte and weak-looking men were not assumed to lean right. You know why? Because those are the pajama boys. Remember the pajama boys? Uh, Barack Obama had a spokesperson for uh, Obamacare that was a wimpy little pajama boy. Remember that? Remember that? Uh, the results came from a series of four experiments that sought to establish between political orientation and a fit physique, according to the Daily Mail. Love the Daily Mail. It's awesome. So they had to rank which ideology they uh, thought that men would espouse. The bulkier, more fit subjects were thought to be conservatives, experts linking their more fit appearance to a heightened competitiveness. Because, see, we don't uh, generally uh, we, we compete uh, on our abilities and not on uh, the number of boxes that we check and all that stuff. So there's that. Uh, there's always a possibility that politicians lead into these stereotypes when making their decisions. I don't necessarily have any data to support those claims, according to ev- evolutionary psychologist Dr. Mitch Brown. Study asked 203 students, primarily women, to guess the political ideology of eight men, also ranking how strong they might be. Uh, the results uh, show that strong were ranked as leaning to be right, and those weak, uh, they are ranked as uh, not conservative. So doesn't it surprise, you know, all the people who show up at BLM rallies and Antifa rallies are a bunch of uh, little girls. Nothing against, no, I shouldn't say that, because little girls, I don't want to insult little girls, and I mean that seriously. You know, the, you throw like a girl, I'm done with that crap. I got a daughter. I'm done with that crap. Uh, they're a bunch of little wimps. A little, a little wimp. I won't even say girly men because that would be an insult to girls. Uh, but that's, that's the way they are. These Antifa, they need like six or eight people to beat up somebody like Andy No. So uh, that's what they do. They band together and they put their little uh, masks on their face so they cover identity because they're little, little snowflakes. So uh, physically weaker people do, did not have the power and would conversely favor group norms that are less competition-focused. According to this, you know, like, uh, you know, winning elections fairly and stuff like that, which is what conservatives do. Here's another example. Tom Fitton versus Keith Olbermann. Yeah, I'd love to see that cage match. It would last like three seconds with uh, Keith Olbermann getting pounded into the dust. So uh, meet the press with Chuck Todd. 
the uh, latest ratings was watched by a total of 2,227,000 people. A 0.71% rating down uh, 11% from last week. Then uh, Kristen Welker took over this weekend. So his ratings were terrible. This is a headline from uh, 2022. The headline was, Is Chuck Todd ready to meet his demise? Meet the press anchor under siege at NBC after ratings slumps to worse since he took over in 2014. Todd peaked at 4 million viewers in the first quarter of 2017, and uh, he is not doing ever well uh, since then. Um, recent media research ratings showed a paltry 2.4 million, shaving a third off the notoriously goateed anchor's audience. That was 2022, a year and three months ago. He was down to 2,227,000 this week. So if you think that uh, this was all about Chuck Todd leaving of his own volition, uh, I would doubt that because Meet the Press is a shadow of what it was. Kristen Welker, she's the new host, and I've got some audio from Kristen Welker talking to Donald Trump. She tried every, every Democrat talking point, and uh, the left is saying, he has he, he is admitted that he, he, he threw the election or he cheated and whatever the hell, 2020, it was a lie. But uh, here's Kristen Welker. Uh, greeting this audience that Chuck Todd is uh, uh, lowered to record lows, talking about the importance of hosting this show that no one watches anymore. This is uh, very much about self-aggrandizement. Before we go, I want to take a moment to thank you, our viewers. It is an incredible honor to be sitting in this I could literally thank each of you individually, and would it take me a good share of a morning. And I feel the huge responsibility it carries. It's not really, no. I also want to recognize all Somebody's of the women, all of the people of oh, color, who've been pathfinders to make this moment possible. She stands on the shoulders of giants, blah, blah, blah. As well blah. as all of the journalists who've mentored me along the way. Oh. When my colleague Andrea Mitchell applied for her first job at a news radio station in Philadelphia in 1967, she was told the newsroom was no place for a woman. Well, she talked them into hiring her for the overnight shift. I'm here because she and other fearless women never stopped fighting for their places in the newsroom. Not any uh, conservative women on that list. but, but Now, okay. all Whatever. five Sunday shows are moderated or co-moderated by women. So to Martha, Margaret, Dana, and Shannon, I am incredibly honored to join you on Sunday mornings. Wow. That, uh, wow. I mean, she's really taking her importance uh, much more seriously than anybody else is. <laughs> This is fantastic. So uh, she got a blockbuster interview with Donald Trump. And, of course, uh, she, she immediately parroted talking points that are sent out by the White House. I'm not kidding. It's very clear in this interview that she got the talking points that were sent out last Tuesday, uh, which were sent out to uh, basically question the impeachment of Joe Biden because Joe Biden is awesome. And, and she clearly got those talking points. Here's, a, here's the first one. You talked about the plea deal, but now Hunter Biden's been... Here she is talking about Hunter Biden's plea deal and how they're now, you know, since that got rejected by a judge and now that he's actually being indicted on these, uh, on these uh, gun charges, that suddenly the Justice Department is completely uh, blind, right? Treating conservatives and, uh, and liberals the same, which is nonsense. He's facing yeah, very sure. serious charges. So doesn't that undercut your entire argument that there are two systems of justice in well, this look, country? It's one of 12 charges. 
There are 12 possible charges. And, he's and this still is under the only charge that doesn't affect his father. See, this was the reason why Hunter Biden was indicted last week. So she could have this talking point. Okay? That's what that was about. And you know who told you that when it happened? Oh, this guy right here. Still under investigation. <laughs> well, sure, maybe. I mean, let's see what happens. But this is the only charge that doesn't affect Joe Biden. Yes. Uh, this was the gun charge. Yeah. Everybody gets it's a fix. But they indicted him on three gun charges. So Kristen Welker could ask questions like that. And Donald Trump summarily shot that down. Three gun charges. Given that, Mr. President... Okay, that's the other one. Here's another one where she talks about uh, uh, asking Donald Trump if he's worried about going to jail, which I'll just say right now is ridiculous. The idea that Donald Trump will go to jail is utterly, utterly ridiculous and without any merit whatsoever. You are facing four indictments, 91 felony charges. If you would say it properly, I'm facing four Biden indictments. Ah, he told the Justice Department to indict him, or Merrick Garland said, let's indict him. Let me ask you this, Mr. President. They indicted their political opponent. I just want to hear from you on this. I want to know what's... See, whenever, whenever he distracts, she goes, I want to hear from you. So she steers it back to her narrative. She's done that twice so far in this interview her head when you go to bed at night do you worry about going to jail no i don't really i don't even think about it because it's never going to happen i'm built a little differently i mean it's it's the moist dream of the class of 1968 but it's not going to happen because i have had people come up to me and say how do you do it sir how do you do it uh, i don't even think about it uh these are corrupt people that I'm dealing with. Yeah. They're destroying our country. Pretty much. I don't even think about it. All I think about is making the country great, making America great. Look, these are political. These are banana republic indictments. These That's are why they all came down at the exact same time. They sat on them for two and a half years and brought them down at the same time to interfere with the election. It should be that obvious to a thinking person, but Kristen Welker isn't one of those people. World indictments. The President of the United States sees how we're doing. We have a movement, the likes of which has never happened That's in this true. country before. That is true, yeah. And you see it with the polls. I mean, I'm up on these people by 60 points and 59 points. I don't mean at, I'm at 59. I'm leading them by 59. You almost say, like, why are they campaigning? Asa Hutchinson, oh, yeah. he's at zero. Christie's at two. Other ones are at one. Uh, DeSanctimonious is at nine. I just see a poll come. I mean, I'm leading him by... If, uh, if Chris Christie were candy, he would be Necco Wafers. And, uh, and Trump would be uh, like, uh, what, uh, uh, a Snicker bar. You know, uh, uh, Asa Hutchinson, Chris Christie, uh, they would be on the bottom shelf of the convenience store gathering dust if they were if they were candy. Uh, here is here is uh, uh, Kristen Welker talking about uh, retribution. Donald Trump's talking about retribution. Of course, the left considers this a threat, even though they're the only ones who commit acts of violence. Talk about retribution. Are you talking about directing your attorney general to try to go after your political enemy. When I talk about retribution, I'm talking about fairness. Yeah. We have to treat f people fairly. These people on January 6th, they went, some of them never even went into the building and they're get, being given sentences of, you know, many years. Are you going to pardon And nothing those is happening. Well, I'm going to look at them and I certainly might if I think it's appropriate. There you go. You should. Uh, no, it's a very, very sad thing. And it's, they're dividing the country so badly and it's very dangerous. Well, Mr. The American people want retribution.
And it's not just because of uh, an election. It's because of Afghanistan. It's because of the southern border. It's because of fentanyl deaths. It's because of uh, covering up the Hunter Biden laptop story. It's because of uh, covering up the uh, Russia collusion hoax. I can go on and on. That's why Americans want retribution. It's, it's not about any sort of uh, political thing. It's about, it's about uh, we want the people who committed these abuses and usurpations uh, held accountable for it. That's it. And here, of course, is the big, uh, the big money shot for Democrats. They want Donald Trump to admit that he's the guy who thought that 2020 was stolen. And, and I'll, I'll get into that in one second. But here she is. The most senior lawyers in your own administration and on your campaign told you that after you'd lost more than 60 legal challenges that it was over. Why did you ignore them? And uh, no case heard the no court heard the cases. They were rejected on uh, on uh, uh, drawing a blank on the on the grounds. But none of them went to trial to listen to a new outside group because I didn't respect them. Uh, uh, they didn't have standing. That's what uh, that's what jurists say when they want to refuse a case. You'd hire lawyers, them. sure, but that doesn't mean you know you hire them. You never met these people. You get a recommendation. They turn out to be rhinos, or they turn out to be not so good. In many cases, I didn't respect them, but I did respect others. I respected many others I, that that said the election was rigged. You called some of your outside lawyers. You said they had crazy theories. Why were you listening to them? Were you listening to them because they were telling you what you wanted to hear? You know who I listened to myself? I saw what happened. I watched that election, and I thought the election was... So did 80 million of your voters. Shh, don't tell anybody. Over at 10 o'clock in the evening. You were listening to your instincts. Uh, my instincts are a big part of it. That's been the thing that's gotten me to where I am. My that's why you're still so popular. Thanks. But I also listen to people. There are that's why you're beating the other guys by like 40 and 50 points. I could give you many books... Uh, I, there are books that are written on how the election was rigged. There are numerous books. Now, I'm not going to get into a big uh, tirade about the 2020 election, but I'll tell you what Democrats are trying to do. Democrats are trying to shut down discussion of anything that is antithetical to their beliefs about Donald Trump and their attempt to take him down. All right. That's just the way they do it. That's how Democrats are. Democrats said that the science was settled on global warming. Then they decided to make the argument about climate change and CO2. So they yell really loud until they have uh, the arena of ideas and they chase everybody out. And then they claim that you don't have any evidence. That's what they do. And that's what Donald Trump was uh, fighting against. Now, coming up, we've got some other stuff, including uh, AOC shouted down in New York City. New York City, they had some protests. AOC wanted to talk about how glorious illegals and having illegals in New York and expected a friendly liberal Manhattan uh, reception. She didn't get that, and it's got the left freaking out. That's coming up. Here's the number if you'd like to uh, chime in. 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. It's time to make common sense common again. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is a Monday edition of the Rob Carson Show. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. I did. I posted a lot of things on social media. Not necessarily just politics. I, uh, I also shared, uh, I made bacon uh, last week, and, I, and I, I cooked it up this weekend. And uh, so I'll give you a little tutorial on how to uh, make bacon. I made maple bacon last week. Uh, let the bacon, uh, the pork belly soak in maple syrup and salt for a week and then smoked it. It was ridiculously good. So I posted a lot of that. Also, my thoughts, just look up Rob Carson's show on all the social media platforms, including Twitter. Uh, also, uh, X, whatever the hell you want to call it. I call it Twitter. I'm going to continue calling it Twitter. 
Um, and then also uh, Getter and uh, Truth Social. Very little on Facebook because Mark Zuckerberg is a, uh, you know, uh, a cheat, a liar, and a political operative that censors people at uh, the government's um, behest. Uh, election reports finds Facebook mogul Zuck Bucks broke the law. 2020 election integrity probe in Wisconsin reported findings Tuesday last week that a nonprofit group funded by Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg committed election bribery when it targeted 8.8 million to get out the vote funds to five heavily Democrat jurisdictions. By the way, he gave 420 million dollars of money to Democrats around the country. And, uh, and he did his level best to uh, install these uh, ballot boxes and all of that stuff. So anyway, uh, the, uh, the leader, uh, Michael Gableman, and the investigator told lawmakers that they should take a very hard look at decertifying the results that showed President Biden the winner in Wisconsin, although Republicans in Madison have repeatedly rejected vis- revisiting the results because it's settled science. So uh, the House Speaker outlined numerous problems discovered in the aftermath of the election, including security gaps, blah, blah, blah. In the run-up to 2020, uh, Zuckerberg funded grants, which became uh, Zuck Bucks, but the money was only funneled to five heavily Democrat areas. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, uh, Madison, Racine, Kenosha, Green Bay. Uh, The scheme began with $10,000 grants to each of the five jurisdictions to facilitate safe and secure election administration. But it quickly evolved into a joint operation uh, between the CTCL and five cities with a focus on increased voting communities of color. The grant money increased uh, dramatically. Milwaukee got $2.5 million. Green Bay got $1 million. Madison took one point three. Kenosha, 863000 Racine, 943000 The cities were provided an additional $260,000 to set up ballot drop boxes in targeted neighborhoods, which was in violation of Wisconsin law. According to the report, the motive for these grants was impermissible and partisan get-out-the-vote efforts. This is out of Wisconsin. I'm not saying this. This is what lawmakers in Wisconsin are saying. This ain't me. Although I agree with every single thing. Election officials in the five uh, jurisdictions, the report said, f- uh, crossed the line between election administration and campaigning, and that should have never happened. Other than that, there were no election irre- 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 hmm, irregularities whatsoever. Okay. Sure. Sure. We will, uh, we will see. You know, whatever. Um, oh, do, 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 I'm looking for some other things before we, uh, we take this break because I've got AOC audio on the other side and I really don't want to, uh, use the, uh, the AOC audio until after the uh, bottom of the hour. Uh, and, and if you missed it over the weekend, uh, AOC and Jerry Nadler did a presser in New York, uh, about, uh, immigration on Friday where she thought she would be speaking to a friendly crowd, although she hasn't had very many friendly crowds recently because she's a terrible representative who, among other things, actually, uh, caused Amazon to pull out a warehouse that was going to be in Queens that would have brought hundreds of jobs making $150,000 a year or more. But instead, instead, New York and all the boroughs of New York are facing bankruptcy and, uh, and cuts in services like police protection, fire protection, etc. Because uh, uh, the mayor of New York and the previous mayor of New York made New York into a sanctimony city. 
also known as a sanctuary city. So I've got audio from AOC getting shouted down, Jerry Nadler being shouted down, and the reaction from the left media is, those people shouting her down are criminals. No, no, they're not. The people who are uh, talking are the criminals. We'll take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Democratic lawmakers expected to. Among them, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez uh, leading a congressional delegation to really the center of this migrant crisis here in New York City. This is a protest at uh, the Roosevelt Hotel on Friday in New York. The Roosevelt Hotels. Many of these uh, New York con- congressmen and women are wanting to see firsthand the men, women, and children and families that make up this crisis. Uh, AOC wanting to give out a list of demands that the federal government needs to address, but she wants wasn't prepared to be yeah. met with protesters who got Listen loud and stayed loud throughout her speech. What oh, is good? Now, this is kind of a far cry from the way uh, New York used to be when Democrats would speak, and uh, Jerry Nadler was treated uh, thusly as well. John Burnett is a business and political commentator, first vice chairman of the New York GOP, and he's on the uh, Newsmax hotline. John, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, thanks. thanks. Appreciate you having me. Absolutely, but so what did you think about this uh, this appearance on Friday at the Roosevelt, which, by the way, has been uh, completely uh, bought out for illegals. Both nice restaurants in that hotel were shut down. Their employees were either uh, uh, released or, or went to other properties. Uh, this was this was kind of a big uh, surprise, at least it looked that way, with Jerry Nadler and uh, AOC. Did it come as a surprise to you how people in Manhattan and the boroughs of New York are reacting to this influx illegals that's really wrecking the city of course not people are (laughs) up in arms all over this city regardless of their political affiliation and some of them are even politically agnostic may not may have never voted before it's beautiful politically right because you get people across the aisle where you have a point of affinity. You get people that don't normally get involved in the electoral process, but this issue has touched a nerve. Why? Because they've been suffering with high levels of inflation, trying to close their monthly budget with, with high-interest credit cards that are almost maxed out. And here, these, these politicians have the nerve to say that we want to provide not only benefits and job uh, uh, work permits and all this education going down the list for these illegals uh, who are here and those who are on the way while working-class people are suffering? I don't say no. They're saying hell no. You know what's amazing to me, John Burnett, is that uh, your mayor, uh, Eric Adams, he, uh, he of course, uh, said that New York was a sanctimony city, as so many uh, Democrats have. But now that the chickens have come home to roost, they aren't mentioning the real cause of this, which is the damned southern border and the president of the United States, uh, what I would consider bordering treasonous southern border policies. Do the people of New York recognize that this is about... Not just being a sanctuary, sanctimony city, but also the Democrats have done this to the country. You know what? 
from the very beginning, as we read from the good book, Satan has mixed half-truths, right, with lies. I'm a son of a preacher. My dad always said, son, a half-truth is a whole lie. And that's what the Democrats <laughs> have been feeding the electorate. That when we have a bum rush at the border and, and people spread all over the country, it's going to put a financial burden, economic issues, all over the place. And now we're seeing sanctuary city policies don't work. It made them feel good, but now we're hurting. And, they, and New Yorkers now are, oh, New York politicians are now trying to push a migrant tax. Imagine that. We're taxed enough already. Wow. But yet they want to institute a migrant tax to close their $7 billion budget? If it sounds like I'm upset, it's because I am. John, I got to tell you, when you look at the fact that the Roosevelt Hotel, which uh, I haven't stayed in, I've been there before, uh, the Roosevelt Hotel is being bought out by the government. Uh, these hotel rooms, uh, I've never heard a number below like $350 a night, but $500 a night for people who've come in here illegally, never been vetted, not a damned one of them. If you take $500 a night times 30 nights in a month, that's $15,000. How many of your uh, friends and neighbors would uh, would be uh, would be fine with $15,000 a month to pay their bills and their lodging. And yet we're giving it to people here who have done nothing. They don't pay taxes. All they've done is commit a crime by coming here. Have you talked to a lot of people about this? Yes, yes. yes. Are you are you sure, Rob? Because the Democrats (laughs) always say that it they actually add to the economy. But now we see if these large numbers, illegal crossings, it's going to cost. It's, it's, it's both in hard dollars, like you mentioned, these hotels, they, they, they're waiting with, ba- with, with bated breath and open arms because it's a, ca- it's a windfall of cash. And, and, and some contractors are, are charging the city uh, upwards of $20 million a month to create 10 cities. This is ridiculous. I got to tell you, this is uh, these are abuses and usurpations that our founders warned us about, John. When you and you look at all of the the weight of the uh, the amount of effort and money that's put into building up people who here are, are here illegally or or in a war that has not been officially declared. Uh, you know, you've got hundred billion dollars going to Ukraine. The president wants to send twenty billion more. No itemization whatsoever. Just send the damn money. Then the president doesn't even go to East Palestine. Then he only stops in Maui between two vacations to give each household $730. Uh, Even though their houses have been uh, turned to dust and many of their relatives who we don't know anything about. I mean, does it get any more tone deaf than this administration with the treatment of people who here are, are here illegally, people who don't even live here being treated better than our citizens? Don't get me started on Ukraine. Not only do we have to stop giving them another dollar, we need receipts and accountability for every dollar we already sent them. Where did it go? We don't need money to go into the pockets 
of oligarchs. This is nonsense. We need to stop that immediately. We have people in Hawaii, people in Palestine, Ohio. We have people across this nation that are hurting. And, let, and let's be honest, Rob. Let's be very clear to the, with the American people. While the Democrats are using everything to cause division, I think whether you talk about white, black, uh, Christian, Christian, Muslim, Jew, uh, gay, straight, no matter what category, category you want to talk about, urban, rural, we're all suffering. We're all experiencing the same issues at the same time. This is an opportunity for the Republican Party to speak directly to the American people, just like President Trump did in 2016 and continues today, and speak to the tabletop issues. If we do that effectively, while at the same time use this impeachment inquiry to tell the American people all the evidence of all the issues involving Hunter and Joe Biden, I think we will we will win by a landslide and, 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 and not only take take back the Senate, maintain the House with a wider majority and win the White House if we communicate it effectively. Because millions while you and I know know every story as soon as it comes off, as soon as it's printed, there's millions of Americans that don't know about the emails, don't know about the LLCs, don't know about a lot. So we need to message this, this effectively. Well, John, don't you think a lot of that is, is going through? Because I remember a couple of weeks ago, CNN literally did a poll on a story they're not covering. They did a story. The poll was, do you believe that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden's uh, financial activities breached illegality? And 60 plus percent of the American people said, yeah, they were questionable. Now, CNN doesn't even cover the story. So I thought that was laughable. But it looks like it's really cutting through for a lot of people. And also, John. John, um, he said this about like uh, Donald Trump being arrested in Georgia. It's bringing together people like we never thought. I said they brought together the hood and the trailer park. I can speak for the I can uh, speak for the latter because I literally we had a trailer on our property growing up in Iowa, and and you know what the the, the black and white poor population have more in common than differences. Yeah. And I really believe, dude, they are coming together. John, you're a man of color. I'm a white guy from Iowa. But but we know that, that, that the poverty, the abuse, all of us are being treated. And this is bringing us together. And it's also bringing us together in patriotism as well. Absolutely. While the Democrats are trying to divide us, we have more in common than any other time before. Why? Because the everyday average person is realizing, wait a second, we're being lied to. Our money is going overseas, and they're, somehow they're saying that it's better for us. you got people like the mayor of Chicago trying to say, hey, I think we need government-owned grocery stores. Wait a second, that's not working out so well in Venezuela and Cuba. Look, this people are annoyed. People have had it, and we need to bring this message to the American people in fine detail because we need to, you know, I'm caught between a rock and a hard place, Rob. Why? Because just like the Democrats want Trump, I think we should want Biden and Kamala Harris. <laughs> I, I 
think that rematch is a very good ticket for us. Yeah, but you know what? I don't think he's not going to be able to run for president. I'm going to tell you, uh, Joe Biden isn't going to make it. I've said that for three years. Now my conservative colleagues are saying, you know, they talked about it two months ago, and they're like, they're getting away. Oh, we really predicted this. I said, did you see him campaign? No, he's not going to be able to run again. God, I mean, does it take a genius to recognize when a man is mentally and physically infirmed and will never be able to run? But, of course, that's that's finally catching on. Let me ask you this, John, in closing here, John Burnett. Um you are the first vice chairman of the New York GOP. Where does the New York GOP go from here, and how do we get New York back to normal, to the great city that is New York City, the greatest city, one of the greatest cities in the history of mankind? How do we get it back? How do we wrest it from these awful people? I think we need to just score a few more touchdowns. What do I mean by that? The last several elections, We've been in the red zone, and and we, while we we came very close within within three hundred thousand votes, which is very close to taking Albany back in terms of uh, placing Lee Zeldin into uh, the governor's mansion, we came very close. Uh, with that said, we also uh, put we flipped five congressional seats. So the House, the majority in the House, I'll just take credit for it on your show, uh, came through New York. Now the challenge is we have to make sure we retain those seats. But with the crime going up, with with Democrats rolling up the red carpet for all of the illegal immigrants and all these other fiscal issues taking away gun rights, and there's a lot of Democrats who are gun owners now are saying, wait a second, our gun rights are in jeopardy. So if we really focus on the issues, message correctly across the aisle, and and, and really drill down into the data, the way it looks right now, Rob, we're we're very close to turning uh, New York. I won't be arrogant on your show. I'll say we're very close to turning it deep purple. I hope so. Then they won't have to leave and go to Florida uh, because, you know, there are a lot of wonderful things about New York. I got to tell you, it's just the government sucks. Uh, let me ask you this one final question. John Burnett, you, you had mentioned the red zone. Who's your team? Who's your team this fall, my friend? Are you a Giants? You a Jets? What? You know, my heart was broken. I'm a Jets fan. I was born in I know, bro. It's during the sad. Jets era. So, so I'm a Jets fan. I will always be a Jets fan. Uh we got a great defense. We have great offensive pieces. It's just that everything fell apart uh, with Aaron Rodgers. So hopefully he can rehabilitate. And I'm not writing off this year. Maybe we can make it and win, make it to the playoffs and win one playoff game. Uh, but I don't see us going to the Super Bowl this year. I know, bro. Well, listen, I live in Kansas City. Maybe we can loan you one of our quarterbacks. <laughs> well, you, had to, you had to run uh, that in. <laughs> All right, John, nice to talk to you, man. Have a glorious week. Where can people find you on social media? All my social media is I am. I am John Burnett. All right, my friend, have a glorious week. We'll talk again soon. This is the Rob Carson Show. This is just unbelievable. So uh, the uh, Virginia Democrat who raised money by selling sex acts could be charged with prosecution, according to Luke Rosiak, who is phenomenal journalist. I, I love uh, Luke Rosiak. I've literally followed his work for 
probably 15 years uh, in Washington, D.C. Susanna Gibson, candidate for the Virginia State House, who solicited money from people online. <laughs> this is so funny. Online for her to perform sex acts on video with her husband. Oh, well, it was with her husband. Okay, that's no problem. Uh, may have violated Virginia's prostitution laws. Two attorneys in the, uh, in the state have told the uh, Daily Wire. Where's, uh, where's Susanna from? Well, she's from Virginia. Oh, she's not going back. That's an old joke. Uh, Virginia law states that any person who, for money or its equivalent, engages in sexual intercourse or other sexual acts with another person is guilty of prostitution, which is punishable by a Class 1 misdemeanor. Uh, Sean Klein is a former prosecutor, defense attorney in uh, Virginia Beach, says it's a chargeable offense. The statute is very clear. You cannot, uh, for money or its equivalent, perform sex acts. Doesn't matter who's paying for the act. If it's an observer or the recipient, you can't receive money. It would be a chargeable offense. Uh, here's the problem. Here's what I have a problem with. Uh, it's a profound lack of judgment as a mother. Okay, she's a, she's a mom. And I, I am never going to go here. I'm never going to be cool with, uh, with a, a politician doing this, although they, they kind of do the same thing for money in Washington, D.C. Um, but uh, I'm not down with this ever. Ever, ever, ever being cool, all right? So uh, she, uh, she streamed these videos on Chatterbait, which involves doing something when you're chattering, maybe fishing, not sure. Gibson states that she's uh, raising money for a good cause and asked viewers to send her tokens to perform, se to perform sex acts. And, and I ain't going to go there because some of it's really gross. And it isn't even sex. It involves something else, and I'm not going to go there. In, in one video, Gibson described a plan to trick in hotel employees into seeing her naked against their will in order to get a sexual thrill for herself and her viewers. She said, if I leave, uh, in order to leave the door cracked, I need 500 tokens from 10 of y'all, otherwise not worth it. Don't get me kicked from my favorite hotel, y'all. Uh, and then, of course, uh, September 2020, shortly after she launched her uh, House of Delegates campaign, they found the videos and all of that stuff. So she could be guilty of prostitution. And then uh, a Biden ethics official, Gene DeRoss, donated $1,000 to her uh, campaign. Yeah, did you know that? The ethics official previously donated to the campaign of the Virginia political uh, candidate who live-streamed her raunchy sex life with her husband, it was revealed. Apparently, this, uh, this found, she found out afterwards, right? Right. Uh, and Gibson on Monday rejected her calls, uh, calls for her to drop out of the race, said the exposure of the family was an illegal invasion of my privacy designed to, designed to humiliate me and my family. Now, Sunshine, I hate to tell you this, uh, you having sex on camera for thousands of people for money is uh, a humiliation to you and your family, particularly your family. And I'll just be real serious about this. It's not cute. It's not funny. And the woman has some real mental issues. She'd do something like this, and she's got kids. Sorry, that's just the way I feel. Too bad, so sad. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Wide web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And this would be the third hour of The Rob Carson Show. And we've got a lot of, uh, a lot of great audio, a lot of great thoughts. Coming up, including uh, Russell Brand is being uh, canceled. 
And uh, I'll explain why I think it's happening. It's fairly obvious whenever the left, uh, they always go after their biggest targets. They always go after the people who they are most threatened by. And uh, Russell Brand is saying a lot of things that are uh, really, really connecting with a lot of people. He's exposing a lot of truths that the mainstream media has ignored or lied to us about the last uh, seven or eight years. And now he's the enemy. So is uh, uh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, they're trying to go after Joe Rogan. Uh, Rogan is kicking butt. There was a new a new survey that showed that uh, Gen Z women uh, are gauging their decision whether or not to uh, date a Gen Z man on whether or not he listens to the Joe Rogan show. And many of them are saying that they won't listen, they won't go, they won't date a guy who listens to Joe Rogan. <laughs> And isn't it funny? I, I had the uh, study earlier that said that uh, conservative men are generally considered, uh, when, when women see men who are physically fit and physically strong and muscular, you know, the guys who look good in a tight shirt, they generally uh, consider them conservative because uh, liberal men are all a bunch of little pajama boys. Uh, they, they really are. And then you look at, uh, like, Dan Bongino versus, uh, you know, uh, who you did... Name your myriad of different uh, of uh, uh, liberals. Uh, Keith Olbermann, for instance. Uh, you know, uh, Tucker Carlson, not exactly manly man. I'll give you that, but he's not a wimp. You know, he hunts and stuff. And and occasionally, you may not know this. Occasionally, you look at uh, Tucker Carlson. You think Tucker Carlson? He's a West Coast boy, and he, or, I don't know, he's West Coast or Colorado. He kind of a privileged upbringing. Lived in Washington D.C. for thirty years. But I, I I've seen several times that he came back to his break on Fox News where he was spitting into a cup. So he, he, does, uh, he does keep a pouch. I don't recommend that. I think it's sure, you know, ridiculous, not healthy. But uh, Tucker's not a pajama boy. He's not a pajama boy. So uh, uh, men who are conservative generally are considered to be uh, a muscular, strong, and, uh, and liberal men are generally pajama boys. I think that's, uh, that goes without saying. I did find, speaking of pajama boys, uh, Jerry Nadler... I mean, really, Jerry Nadler. I had to laugh because uh, Friday, Jerry Nadler and AOC decided to go to the Roosevelt Hotel in New York. And I've been by there before. I hope to go back in, uh, in December to New York City. I'm, I'm, I shudder to think how much the this, this city has, uh, has uh, uh, descended into hell. But uh, this is Jerry Nadler trying to talk. And this is a good thing. This is not what Democrats are used to hearing in New York. Supplemental budget, give additional resources to New York and other cities welcoming migrants. Unfortunately, House Republicans seem set on defunding the Department of Homeland Security and shutting down our government. I also led a letter with Immigration Subcommittee Ranking Member Jayapal. Okay. That's the sound of a new American revolution. That's what that is. This is New York City. New York City, I remember the New York City that I grew up with. Always it was New York, the, the, uh, the center of the American world. It was uh, Ellis Island. It was the immigrants. It was the, the boroughs and the, and the neighborhoods and the melting pot. And Irish people could live with Chinese people, could live with black people in Harlem. I used to go see the Harlem Globetrotters. I've seen the Harlem Globetrotters so many times I can't even see straight. Introduced them. Got to hang out with Curly and all the old guys went back, in the, uh, back in the 80s and all of that. They'll get aside. But it was a melting pot. And the, and the, uh, the Democrats have made the United States into this this boiling uh, hellhole where we're supposed to hate each other. And, and people are waking up and they're realizing that we don't hate each other. It's the people in charge who hate us. That's what this is about. 
This is, an, this is a revolution. This is a new, peaceful American revolution. And Democrats know it. And this is AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the smug little uh, millennial uh, uh, mindless fop from hell. I know I shouldn't name call, but honestly, she was the squad. Remember when she was the squad and she and Ilhan Omar and whoever, they were going to take over. But it turned out they're just a bunch of party apparatchiks and academics with no working knowledge of anything. And every decision they make is terrible. But here is AOC, the hero. She was the hero. She was the leftist hero. She was, she was the new incarnate of Bernie Sanders in socialism. Doesn't sound like that socialism has taken off in New York City. Thank all my colleagues for coming. As you can see, this is a contentious issue. But we are all Americans. And we all believe in the American dream. That's the common... Here comes AOC. The American dream. We believe in it. And we will fight for it. With that... The American people are done with it. But Nicole Wallace on MSNBC was talking to Charlie Sykes, who is even worse than Joe Scarborough as far as being a sellout to conservatism. Charlie Sykes he used, to, he used to fill in on his show on WTMJ in Milwaukee. And, I mean, he is like, and he didn't even have to, like, uh, hook up with Mika Brzezinski to become a complete lib. You know, it's kind of weird. Kind of weird that way as my as my phone rings. Uh, but but uh, but Charlie Sykes is is I mean he's psycho- psychotic uh, with regard to being a leftist. But anyway, Nicole Wallace is blaming all of this uh, this anti-immigrant sentiment, which isn't. It's pro-America and anti the American people being screwed over by Democrats. Here's Nicole Wallace trying to flip this and pin this on us like we're violent. When we've been the recipient of violence and illegality and fentanyl, and I could go on and on. Say privately all the time and not on TV all very often. Something really bad is going to happen. Okay. Shit's about to hit the fan in this country. Fox News had to veer away from a lunatic spewing hatred and threats for Democratic officials in New York because of the migrant caucus. Everyone is on, uh, I don't even know the word. Everyone is, knows that we're walking into something hideous, and no one will do anything. Yeah. I refuse to believe that nothing can be done. These are people getting their information in part because of the vacuum being created by people with, I don't even know if we call it a spine anymore. That might be an insult to spines. But there are still people out there with followings. He can go out and, and here's, here's what I want to ask you. When something happens, what do you want to be able to tell your kids and grandkids you did? You good with nothing? So the Democrat Party has run roughshod over the United States of America, even to the tune of $2 billion in the summer of 2020, killing 30 people, one police officer, nobody being held accountable, sending Donald Trump and his family into the nuclear bunker, trying to burn down St. John's Church, uh, destroying the economy, opening the border, uh, uh, you know, putting up illegals in hotels while people starve, can't make a living, people in East Palestine ignored people in maui ignored billions of dollars to ukraine and when we say something about it we're the problem bullcrap they're trying to head off the inevitable which is the american people the patriotic people of america taking back the country from bleep holes like this woman so you better tell your children about your party's destruction of the country
the greatest engine of individual liberty and economic freedom in the history of the world that brought the world out of the dark ages. Where, where cities like Paris existed for a thousand years, you still had the same earth minerals, you same had the, still had the same people, and yet there were people still having to go to the bathroom in the streets. There was no indoor plumbing, there was no electricity, there was no flight, there were no automobiles, there was nothing. And the only thing that ushered all that in after a thousand years of darkness was the United States of America who took us from zero to playing golf on the moon to carrying a supercomputer in your pocket and be able to access a wealth of information that our predecessors could have only dreamed of. Thank you, America, very much. And here's Charlie Psycho. Sykes, sorry about that. Charlie Psycho uh, responding. Good with, I didn't do anything because I didn't think anyone would listen to me. Trump tweeted something mean about me someday because you did something. I tried to do something. Where are all of the Republicans who still have little slivers of a following in the cesspool that is the MAGA base? Well, look, all of the look, we're uh, we're mega fascists and now we're in the cesspool of the mega base. I take all of their pejoratives. I take all of their insults and I and I love them and I hug them and I name them George, just like the abominable snowman did to Bugs Bunny. Red lights are Daffy Duck actually about what is about to happen. And I think that's what makes what Jack Smith is doing so important because he's saying, OK, See, this guy, I mean, honestly, do you understand why I call him Charlie Psycho um, right now? You know, this is a stress test for the entire criminal justice system but the republicans are not he's justifying the uh the uh, four indictments of donald trump that are political just in time for the election that's how badly he sold out step up they are not going to raise their hands we know that mitch mcconnell is not going to come out of his bunker and say what he said after january 6th yeah, it's uh, it's remarkable. So this is how the left is going to treat the revolution that we are living through, the positive patriotic revolution that's taking place in this country. And it is. Don't be distracted by it. I was the first person to say 74% of us believe the country is going in the wrong direction. That means 74% of us can come together to save her. And this means Democrats and Republicans. And by the way, the only Democrat who represents the patriotic and the, the Democrats, and they're much fewer than they used to be, there are some patriotic Democrats. The only person who represents them, the Democrat Party, is eliminating from the race, and that's RFK Jr. Oh, by the way, a gun. There was a gunman who was uh, found two miles from a campaign appearance uh, of RFK Jr. And Joe Biden has not given um, Secret Service protection to Robert Kennedy Jr. Yeah, the, it was miles from where his father was assassinated at the uh, Ambassador Hotel. Armed suspect posing as a U.S. Marshal was arrested at a campaign event held by RFK Jr. By the way, uh, Secret Service protection was offered presidential candidates after RFK's murder. Isn't that ridiculous? Uh, let's go to uh, Sally in Santa Fe, or no, Santa Cruz, home of KSCO, our glorious affiliate there. Sally, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's going on? Hey, Rob, good morning. Okay, listen, I'm talking on my Bluetooth. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Okay, Okay. listen, I, you know, my dad uh, was in World War II. My brothers and sisters, you know, all in uh, uh, 
police department, law enforcement. Um, and I am 63 now. I collect Social Security. Um, I live in Santa Cruz County. I can't afford my own place. Um, I have never gotten a voucher all through the time I've been homeless the last five years during COVID or anything like that. It makes me sick that, you know, these migrants that are coming in are getting these motels and everything else that I can't get at all. Sally, Sally, let me ask you this. You say you're on Social Security. You're 63 years old. Um, Tell me about your situation. Um, Go ahead. Well, when my dad died, when my dad died, I moved down to take care of my 94-year-old father. Um, when he fell and had uh, he had brain bleeding and had to have a brain operation at 94 years old, so I moved from Santa Cruz to Watsonville, where I live now, to take care of him. And he eventually passed, not because of that, but um, and then my sister decided to sell the home, rendering me homeless. Um, and then uh, I didn't have Social Security, I was too young. But my disability, which I have not received yet, um, because of the wheels are in motion, but it's taking forever, um, it doesn't allow me to work. Plus, now I'm 63, so I retired on re- retirement uh, yes. funds. I got 8.7% uh, from the government last year for cost of living increase, when we know it's like 75%. That gave me $70. Um, per month, but food stamps took away 40 of that, so I got a total of $30 a month cost of living increase from the government. Yeah, are you so homeless now? Are, are you homeless I'm now, homeless. Sally? I'm homeless. Where are home. you staying? I've never gotten a voucher, a motel room, nothing. I'm homeless. Sally, you're, you're living in a vehicle now. Yeah, I live in a van, yep. Sally, how does this, I mean, when you, when you, can you take, can you hold on a moment? Can you hold on? Yeah. I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I know you got a lot of stuff going. Will you hold on? I want to hear more about your story because this is a story that a lot of people are experiencing who otherwise would not be homeless had inflation not hit like it has and other things. So Sally, can you hold on? We'll talk to you in one moment. Uh, let's take a break and come back to Sally in Santa Cruz. This is the Rob Carson Show. We got uh, Sally from Santa Cruz on the phone, and and uh, while. Illegals are being put up in $500 a night hotels and $22,000 per illegal in the tents in New York City is being spent. Imagine what Sally could do with a fraction of that. Sally is homeless and living in Santa Cruz. And uh, and you are retired. You are also disabled. You are waiting for some help. And, and you, you are not experiencing that now, Sally. Uh, Sally, um, without giving it all away, what, what sort of uh, stipend is the government giving you to live on well i get less than a thousand dollars a month for my um retirement social security that's what i get thousand dollars a month over five dollars a gallon so when you go to the grocery store this has got to be agonizing oh my god for you because you say you get you get food stamps what do you get from food stamps um i just got it'll kick in october 1st I just got a twenty-three dollar increase, twenty-three cost of living increase for this coming year, twenty twenty-four. Twenty-three dollars for I get. I will be getting one twenty-one. You get one hundred and twenty-one dollars for food. I I will be getting starting October first for the year. So, so right now you're getting less than a hundred dollars a month. I get ninety-eight. Yeah, I get ninety-eight. 
So you got a thousand dollars a month for a lifetime worth of work and ninety eight dollars in food, and people are being put up for the tune of fifteen thousand dollars a month per person in hotel rooms, or twenty two thousand dollars a month in tent cities. Which, by the way, Chicago is using New York as a template. How does this make you feel, Sally? It, it makes me sick. Absolutely sick. Sally, I, I, just, I just can't believe it. <laughs> Is there any anyone that you're trying to get help from? I mean, what well, would it take you know, to get use, you in a home? Use, well, I'm hooked up with the people that are trying to find homes for homeless people. I use Salvation Army uh, for, you know, showers and stuff like that, but um, microwave usage uh, and, and hygiene and everything. But um, they serve a meal. Uh, donated food, um, nights at 5 o'clock, not the best, but it's food. And um, then there's another place in Watsonville where I can go for free lunches. Um, and then... Uh, this you know, impact just, you. Just a local Sally. stuff that, that, that they provide for homeless people. How does this impact you? How? Oh, dear Lord. I mean, I, this- I'm, I'm thoroughly depressed and discouraged and... I mean, it's been five years now, and there's just, it just doesn't seem like there's any way up. <sighs> Plus, Sally. Once, once I do get housing, it's, I've been told by every place I'm connected with that have not called me for one referral, not once, um, that they will be taking a third of my income. A third of your income to uh, to be able to not live in your van anymore. So that brings you down. That that brings you down to six hundred dollars a month and ninety eight dollars to pay any bills. I don't know. Nobody can survive on that, Sally. Nobody can survive no. on that. No, I can't. And I have to borrow from people every month. So when my check comes, the fourth Wednesday of every month is when I get my check. Um, I have it gone because I because I can't afford to live. Sally. Um, I want you to I want you to hang on the phone and I want Brian to get a number you can be reached at. Okay. All right, cuz nobody should have to live like this. I'm so sorry for your situation, Sally, and I don't okay, know what I c- I don't know what I can do, but I know that there are a lot of wonderful people. I just people. had the bench. I just had the bench, you know. Do you have the bench? I had the vent. V E N T. Vent, the vent, vent. Well, I don't blame you. I wonder what makes me sick. I wonder if there's anybody in our audience. Throw the food away because it's not uh, conducive to where their 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 environment or where they came from. They throw the free food away. That's ridiculous. Yeah, a lot of illegals are throwing away their uh, food in New York because it's not culturally sensitive. Sally, hold on, hold on, Sally. Sally, hold on. Brian, see if you can get a number. Uh, and see if there are some people in Santa Cruz who want to uh, uh, write me, uh, Carson at Newsmax.com, Carson at Newsmax.com. I'm serious. Santa Cruz listeners, you guys are the, the deal. You are my most passionate listeners, you and WCBM in Baltimore, and you guys in New Hampshire. You're awesome. Will you help out if you can? Sally in Santa Cruz, Carson at Newsmax.com. Let's take a break and come back. This is the Rob Carson Show. Americans shouldn't have to live like this. Bullcrap. You want to hear something funny? This is Morning Joe. This is why uh, Joe and Mika 
our uh, dwindling audience. Um, they speak nonsense. Um, this is uh, this is them debating uh, if it comes to uh, uh, cognitive decline. Like if if you're debating cognitive decline between uh, Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Now we we read this morning that most people don't believe that uh, Joe Biden is mentally or physically fit to be in office. Seventy percent, and then uh, thirty plus percent of Democrats believe that. Joe Joe Biden won't even live through his term in office, all right? This said, Joe, Morning Joe, Joe and Mika, who, I mean, honestly, they are the, uh, the, the, the all the people they have on their panel, and Joe and Mika are the perfect example. They are the crowd in the Hunger Games. That's what Joe and Mika are. They're the, the effete elite crowd in the Hunger Games, and we're their entertainment. But they're the ones who look like buffoons. And they're saying Donald Trump would lose by a landslide. Are you ready? Sit down. In a cognitive battle with Joe Biden. You follow any Joe Biden press conference as far as actual facts, as far as actual policy, policy prescriptions, and pair them to just about any other Donald Trump uh, press conference. It, there's just not a comparison. Yes, yes, we can. I can. I can play five minutes of tape that shows Donald Trump looking cognitively declined. I could do the same for Joe Biden. Uh, at the end of the day, though, if you cut down underneath that and just talk about who is cogent on policy, oh please, uh, Donald Trump loses by a landslide every time. Does wow? I got to tell you, that is. Um... That, that's so it's laughable right it is it is laughable at the, and everybody knows it this is really this is really 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 remarkable that they would attempt something like this uh here here is uh, this is a by uh, i put together this is a montage of biden dementia just in 2020 lift the world for muslim for muslim athletes like kareem alju and 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 joan Shangang, Shanga, Koala. Ban on transgender Americans, transgender Americans. Mr. President, thank you. It's honestly, and that Joe, that Joe Scarborough would say that after Joe Biden's disastrous visit to Vietnam versus Donald Trump on Friday delivering a magnificent address. Another speech last week, two-hour speech, flawless. Donald Trump, it's, it, is, it is laughable, it is Soviet in its approach to the media that they think that we would fall for it when all the evidence is on the table, when the damned emperor is naked. It's very obvious. It, it, honestly, I almost feel like I don't need to comment on it, but, but I got to. they've got to be held accountable for this eventually. People like this have to be accountable for the stupidity and the lies, whether that be Rachel Maddow lying about Russia collusion for three years or this nonsense. It is nonsense. Uh, honestly, just laughable. By the way, Joe Biden is supposed to meet with the president of Ukraine. He's begging for more money for, uh, for uh, the war in Ukraine. And this is what Mike Pence, Mike Pence will never be the president. I don't want to disappoint you. If you're a Pence follower, I'm just, I'm not meaning to be d dismissive of you if you believe that he's a good candidate. I'm going to tell you now, it should be fairly obvious that Mike Pence will never be the president of the United States. Okay? He's not a strong enough candidate now, and his, uh, 
his uh, version of the Republican Party is fading into the rearview mirror of history. His country club elite uh, GOP uh, is is gone. It's done. Uh, the, re- the, the replacement is, let me tell you, all of the Whole Foods uh, uh, shoppers in the Republican Party are being replaced by Walmart shoppers, by everybody. That's kind of a, a synopsis. All of the, all of the uh, Macy's shoppers are replaced by, by Walmart shoppers. Because uh, we all know that the establishment of both parties are corrupt and dated, and the parties neither, e- either need to be overhauled or they need to be uh, dis- dis- uh, you know, taken apart and reinvented or just bye-bye to both of you. But here is Mike Pence. What happens if Ukraine loses? I am convinced that if the Ukrainian military doesn't stop and repel that Russian invasion. It's not going to be too long before that Russian army crosses a border that our men and women in uniform are going to have to go and fight under our NATO treaty. Yeah. Uh, no. Andrew never going to be president. Honestly. And, and this is another thing, you know, uh, they're still trying to rah-rah about Ukraine. And the American people are not down with it. The, the rah-rah for Ukraine even ended before Zelensky showed up in Congress and draped a Ukrainian flag. Everybody in America was sitting there going, we're not going to do, we wouldn't do a standing ovation for this thug. But Congress, anytime Congress is that patriotic and that rah-rah, you know that somebody's getting paid. Please. Mike Pence, honestly, just laughable. Um, okay, Russell Brand. Russell Brand has become a firebrand, for lack of a better uh, expression. I've actually enjoyed uh, Russell Brand's commentaries. I, I've become a follower of his on uh, YouTube. I don't watch him all the time. And, and you know, I'm, every time he says, I don't, I, don't, I don't look at him as, like, uh, revealing anything that I didn't know. It's just when Russell Brand acknowledges it, and when Joe Rogan acknowledges the obvious things that I have known for years, it means that the argument from the left has been dissembled it's been destroyed by the time that russell brown sounds off it and and uh, and uh, joe rogan agrees with things like uh, you know the southern border is wide open or a uh, democrat Im- immigration policies are illegal or you know whatever any of the or joe Ro- or joe biden is mentally impaired by the time russell brand and, and joe rogan sound off on it the argument's already over everybody is in complete agreement with them but but that said uh, russell brand also he says a lot of things that are I think compelling. I like to listen to him. And now he is being dropped by his talents agency, Tavistock Wood, uh, because four women are all coming out at one time, a coordinated attack, accusing him of rape, sexual assault, and emotional abuse, according to a report by the UK Independent, which is a left-leaning enterprise. Now, I'm going to wait till the, uh, till the uh, jury is out, but we all know what the left likes to do with conservatives, particularly when conservatives are resonating. Um, you know, things like Tucker Carlson being fired, you know, people like, uh, you know, being disappeared, having their, uh, having their, uh, oh, you know, oh, let's look, let's look at Rudy Giuliani, America's mayor now, uh, you know, struggling to even stay afloat financially because the left has gone after him for everything. But uh, the London Beast Talents Agency, Tavistock Wood, dropped Russell Brand after the accusations. Tavistock went on to explain that sexual assault allegations against Brand were brought to the agency's attention in 2020, and now talent agents feel horribly misled by the forgetting Sarah Marshall star following the latest accusations. So everybody suddenly is coming out right now, just before an election year. It's kind of interesting, isn't it? 
Uh, so a second woman claimed that uh, he had sexually assaulted her when she was 16. Uh, she said she had a three-month relationship with him, during which the actor referred to her as the child. Uh, let me see what else. Third woman, third woman unnamed, claimed that Brand sexually assaulted her while they worked together in Los Angeles, saying he threatened to sue her if she went public. Fourth woman alleged that the comedian had sexually assaulted her and had been physically and emotionally abusive. And all of them have just suddenly appeared out of nowhere. You know, kind of like the Trump indictments. It's kind of weird. Here's why I think Russell Brand is now a target. This is an appearance that Russell Brand made on Bill Maher's show not that long ago. The pandemic created at least 40 new far, big pharma billionaires. Pharmaceutical corporations like Moderna and Pfizer made $1,000 of profit. every. Now, by the way, everything that he's saying in, right now is true. It, it's all true. And Russell Brand, three years ago, couldn't say these things. He would have been censored because the Democrat Party and Joe Biden had a censorship machine in charge of big social media and the mainstream media. But he came out earlier this year and said this, and it's all true. From the COVID-19 <laughs> vaccine, more than two-thirds of Congress received campaign funding from pharmaceutical companies in the 2020 election. Pfizer chairman Albert Baller told Time magazine in July 2020 that his company was developing a COVID vaccine for the good of humanity, not for money. And of course, Pfizer made $100 billion okay. in profit right. in 2022. Right. And may I just mention, finally, and these are, this is also a fact, that you, the American public, funded the development of the German fund, public funded the BioNTech vaccine. When it came to the profits, they took the profits. When it came to the funding, you paid for the funding. Oh. All I'm querying is this. Yes. Is if you have All an right. economic system in which pharmaceutical companies benefit hugely from medical emergencies, Weird. where a military-industrial okay. complex benefits from war, oh, where that. energy companies benefit from energy crises, Weird. you are going to Please generate right. states of perpetual crisis for yes. the interests of ordinary people. Oh, yeah, there we go. That's what the Democrats are campaigning on, a state of perpetual crisis, right? Climate crisis, energy crisis, whatever crisis. It's remarkable, isn't it? COVID crisis. Put your mask back on. Pretty remarkable. We will, uh, we will see. We will see. Uh, leading economist warns Americans to hunker down, save your pennies ahead of a possible recession. After it emerged that households are spending $700 more a month than they were two years ago on just the basics, just the basics. What's that doing to your 401k? A lot of people having to tap, tap into their 401k. We've had two major bank failures this year that the media has tried to sweep under the rug, even though the government said they fixed the banking system in 2008. They didn't. So, you know, you're kind of on your own, Right. And so you need to be careful with your money. I would say that some of your money, if you have some to spare, maybe some you're saving, you might want to consider to, you know, converting it to uh, precious metals. How about Swiss America? Swiss America is a better business bureau, excellent company. There's a lot of weirdness going on. If you want to learn more about precious metals by getting their, their wonderful uh, booklet that I have, The Secret War on Cash, it's, it's amazing. Or if you just want to take some of your money now and invest in silver, you can call Swiss America, get their beautiful U.S. walking Liberty half dollars at the amazingly low price of $13.50. All right, there you go. Each delivered 250 per customer while supplies last. What you got to do is write down this number. If you want to order the coins or if you just want to learn more, use my, num my name, Rob Carson, whether you text or call. 
289-2646 or visit SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. Silver Walking Liberty half dollars for thirteen fifty each delivered to your door. I got a stack of them on the shelf right over here. I know it's not the best place to put it, but I, I literally just got them in the mail over the weekend. And I'm going to uh, deposit them. But anyway, call that number again. It's 800-289-2646 or visit SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. Message and data rates apply for Swiss America. Uh, yeah, the economy is, uh, is very tough. We know it's uh, very, very, very tough. Oh, this is, this is pretty bizarre. I was talking about, um, you know, Ukraine is running out of men as hope of victory fades. That's a headline from Larry Johnson. A year ago, according to The Telegraph, uh, hopes ran high for Ukraine about an imminent victory. That celebrity, uh, celebratory chorus is gone, replaced by a funeral dirge. Uh, apparently, uh, as Alina Melokeva, an officer and paramedic in the U- Ukrainian army, spoke out how the killing of her commander had orphaned her unit. Her pain was palpable. So you got that. You got Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer and Minority Leader Mitch McConnell going to host a chamber-wide meeting with President Zelensky. We all know that Schumer and McConnell are in the tank for Ukraine. So they're going to try and force more of this crap down our throats. And then there's a question about this. J.D. Vance is demanding the Biden administration reveal if an American transgender spokesperson for the Ukraine military has U.S. intelligence ties after threats to hunt down Russian propagandists. This is real. I couldn't believe it this weekend. This is, this is insane. So uh, J.D. Vance has written to the top Biden administration officials demanding that the White House reveal if Sarah Ashton Cirillo, a transgender individual claiming to be a spokesman for the Ukrainian military, has ties to American intelligence, and if U.S. funds are currently subsidizing this person's role in Ukraine after he went viral, that Russian propagandists will be hunted down. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, and Director of National Intelligence Alvin uh, Avril Haines uh, received the information uh, that was requested by J.D. Vance asking if this person is a plant. Uh, And here's a little bit of the message. Listen to this. So this is this uh, uh, American transgender spokesperson for the Ukraine military. Listen to how insane this is. Uh, first of all, I thought it was I thought it was parody, but even the State Department isn't denying. No, actually, you know what? I'm going to take a break and come back with it. So I'm going to come back with this message from this. This is nuts. Uh, this spokesperson and how the State Department is not denying this person is real. That's coming up after this break, and this is the Rob Carson Show. So one of the weirdest stories of the day is that there's this uh, uh, Sarah Ashton Cirillo is a transgender individual claiming to be a spokesperson for the Ukrainian military. And uh, J.D. Vance has written a letter to Tony Blinken and Lloyd Austin questioning whether or not this uh, person is an American plant being paid for with American tax dollars. I want you to listen to this person. I'm not going to say this woman because he's not a woman, but listen. Russia hates the truth that their obsessive focus on a Ukrainian volunteer is simply allowing the light of the Ukrainian nation's honesty to shine brightly. 
Next week, the teeth of the Russian devils will gnash ever harder, and their rabid mouths will foam in uncontrollable frenzy as the world will see a favorite criminal. Wow, this sounds really third world, doesn't it? Propagandist pay for their crimes. And this puppet of Putin <laughs> is only the first. Wow. Russia's war criminal propagandists will all be hunted down. So the, literally, just, they, they didn't know if this was a parody or not. Because it's insane. But uh, Deputy Press Secretary Sabrina Singh was pressured on whether the American government could confirm if the transgender individual in question is indeed a spokesperson for the Ukrainian military, as Newsweek has reported, to which Singh replied, I cannot confirm that. Of course, we do have a government where they, they uh, put a uh, transgendered individual in high office named Rachel Levine, who was a middle management failure in life, ready to retire until he decided to become a woman and became woman of the year. So would you put it past the Biden administration to pay for this? will be served as we in Ukraine are led on this mission by faith in God, liberty, and complete liberation. Wow, that is uh, that is pretty uh, pretty amazing, and considering that uh, the Biden administration has been funding uh, you know a university to shut down free speech in America, would it surprise any of you that uh, that it actually was had a part in this? Had a part? In, I wouldn't think so. I would not. Uh, I would not think so. Yeah. Oh, I, Jim Gossett just came up with this. Uh, a final thing we're going to do here on the show. You know, uh, the uh, the Susanna Gibson, the Virginia legislator who uh, does sold porn online and took requests for sex acts online. Yeah, here's Jim's take. Oh, she comes from Virginia. That's the state where she was born. Yeah. When she's not running for office, she is somewhere doing porn. Fundraising. Another X-rated video was oh. discovered once again. But it hasn't hurt Susanna. She's still polling well with men. Yeah, polling. Oh, Susanna, <laughs> she's a Democrat. And if she she is a porno queen. They're okay with that. Okay. Oh, Susanna, don't you whine to me. Cause that was not a banjo I saw on your husband's knee. Now, that certainly was not a banjo, but he was strumming it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's going to do it for the content portion of the show. Uh, real quick, by the way, in case you haven't checked out the podcast, go to Newsmax.com slash listen. Okay, Newsmax.com slash listen. Ken, my awesome producer, uh, Redneck MacGyver, has it up online in the afternoon. So go to Newsmax.com slash listen. Back to wrap things up in a second. This is The Rob Carson Show. All right, guys, have a great day. Again, check out the podcast this afternoon, Newsmax.com slash listen. If you'd leave a five-star review on the Apple Podcast, it'd be huge. Have a glorious day. We're winning, guys. Good news. And until tomorrow, don't catch a stupid. I'll see you then. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.